It is the 200 level episode 188, as of yet untitled, as we sit here at halftime, Illinois with an eight point lead against Iowa. And what was another impressive half for Illinois, an impressive half for Iowa in terms of shooting the three, but here you are with an eight point lead. Got to be feeling pretty good about your situation. Great first half so far from Kofi. Unbelievable. Uh, Io distributing the ball very well, and Andre Corbello with some star moments as well. Everyone chipping in. And yeah, uh, Trevor Valise, as, as you join us here, live from Chicago, you're back down in Champaign. You know, I, I feel comfortable with where this game is at and also com- comforted by the fact that you're scoring high percentage buckets and Iowa's offense so far has been predicated on threes and towards the second half of that first half, contested threes. So I don't know. I, I, I like the spot. That was a fun 20 minutes. It definitely had that. I don't know, for some reason, it hadn't fully kicked in for me until this first half of just, you know, because the game's on CBS, you're hearing the music, you're hearing Jim Nance talk about your team, and it's like, wow, this is really like, it's a big this time. is happening, we're here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that was a great half. I honestly think that I walk away from that half almost more impressed with Iowa than Illinois, just in the reverse sense that I'm impressed Iowa didn't let that game get away. Because there was a point when Illinois is up double digits, they call the timeout, and I'm thinking, man, I mean, I don't think a blowout is happening, but Illinois smells blood here all of a sudden. And like you point out, Iowa was able to hit some ridiculous threes, which is what they do. But Illinois, I think, has definitely been the more physical team. They've had better looks, and I don't really see that going away necessarily. So I'm feeling... 70-something percent good right now. Yeah, I would agree with 70%. And you know that the threes could keep dropping for Iowa. They certainly could. And I don't think this is going to reach blowout territory. But what I'm interested to see is if Illinois can't do the thing they did, let's say, at Duke or at Wisconsin towards the tail end of the year, uh, or you keep the team at arm's length. And every time that they hit a three, you counterpunch right back. We saw the points in the paint, 28-12 to 12 for Illinois. We could say the Gars is going to get going. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. But Kofi is on some sort of heater. And Io hasn't really had to assert himself as a scorer yet. Uh, before we get started here, Trevor, we're about to be underway. Just a reminder, the 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com for $5 calzones. Use coupon code MIKE. That's $6 premium in construction zones at dpdoe.com, and they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, dpdoe.com. As Tracy Wolfson is talking here, Trevor, we are about to get underway. Jacob Grandison will inbound the ball. I think our feeds are pretty close here, so we'll... Hey, Jim, it's deafening down here. I'm yelling up to you (laughs) in the booth. She is doing that thing where her voice is at the same volume, and I'm like, Tracy, I know you got a mask. Maybe she's overcompensating because of the mask, but it's not deafening in there. There's no way. No, no, Okay, it's not. So I think we are... I see Luke on the screen right now, Trevor, so we might just be a second off, and here we are. 20 minutes to go. Trent Frazier with the ball. He finds Adam Miller on the right, back up to Grandison up top, over to Trent Frazier, taking a baseline here. Let's see if he can lay it up. He does. Great start. Nice. When he's making twos, Trevor, it's usually the opposite, but when he's making twos, 47 to 37, Illinois strikes first, 1940 to go. This is McCaffrey up top with Grandison on him. Trent gets back on Bohan and back up top to McCaffrey, and we have an away from the ball foul, it looks like, on Frazier. I like that. I liked Raftery's key to the second half for Iowa was limit Coburn. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, good luck with that one. Well, we'll see if they can't, they don't collapse more. They were a little bit in the first half, and Kofi was keeping the ball high and not letting it uh, get stolen, except for one case in which he did. Here's Luca with an easy shot. That's going to go in, of course. So 47 to 39. I was surprised that, and I know they pointed this out on on the telecast, that Iowa didn't get more outside stuff going with Luca with Kofi on him because 
you know, Kofi's not as versatile a defender. Oh, here we go. Come on, Kofi, finish, baby. Nice. Great feed from Trent Frazier. Th- uh, 49 to 39. So Illinois is two for two on their offensive possessions. And really, I know this is so simplistic, Trevor, but one stop at a time. Oh. And we got a turnover. Nice. Bad pass from McCaffrey. So we got a turnover there. Very nice. I, I tell you what, you're right back into that position where, you know, I'm not saying you're going to blow them out, but you're up 10 with the ball. If you can just keep them at that arm's length, like you say, it's not going to happen. Iowa's going to hit threes. There's no way Illinois is going to win this game by 18. But it just feels like you definitely have the high ground, if nothing else. But what if they did? We'll see here. Iowa I mean, at the moment. I, <laughs> oh, oh, Iowa to Grandison. All right, so now we know, Trevor, you are a half second ahead of me, so we're in good shape here. What an alley-oop. So we are smelling blood with 18 35 to go. Wieskamp kicks it over to Garza. This is a baseline jumper. It's no good. Way off. And we got a break here. Five on four. Trent over to Io. Io over to Grandison. Yes. What a start, Trevor. 53 to 39, Illinois. 18 20 to go. Dilusia. Oh, <laughs> I know. He just does this like once a game where it's like, oh, yeah, that guy. He's, you know, he doesn't make mistakes. And I, I don't know who said that. I think Lana said that before. He's just one of those guys that is seemingly always making the right play and sometimes makes a big impact on offense. This is a take for Garza. No good. Come on, get it. Kofi's got it. We got a break here potentially. Iowa. Wow, no call. And a foul on uh, Iowa there. So, wow, you're right. I thought there was contact down there and I thought Kofi was going to get the foul and Garza would have an and one, Trevor, but that is not the case. Let's watch this. They're letting him play, man. Wow. I like it. I mean, it definitely looked like you could call a foul there, but as long as they remain consistent, I definitely prefer this type of pace uh, to the game. 53 to 39. Smelling blood here, Trevor. Let's get another bucket and go up 16 or 17 points. And we have Trent up top over to Grandison. Grandison with Io now at the top of the perimeter over to Trent. Little weave action. Looks like Kofi might set a pick here. They're looking for him. Io with the ball. Back up to Trent. Over to Miller. One more to Grandison. Grandison going to take a baseline. And I lost it there. Okay, so I said he never makes mistakes. That that was a mistake. Just slipped out, I guess. 1730. Iowa went back to that zone for the first time this half. Maybe that throws you off a little bit. I think this is where Curbelo could be especially dangerous in that zone zone taking a baseline. We got Trent on Bohannon. Bohannon wants it. He shoots it. No good. All right. That's every miss three. Trevor is like, okay, I think we can do this. Yeah, I'm going to build up the good karma when he misses a three like that. And Io just loses. Oh, get it, Io. Get it, baby. Oh, he is going to out of bounds on Luca. Yes. 17.03 to go. Io's feeling it. It's got to be loud as hell there right now, Trevor. Wow. I mean, not that I'm surprised that he gets in there, but with a broken nose and all, he takes a head first dive right yes. into Luca Garza. And does he hit the floor? I don't know if he did hit the floor or not there, but what a hustle play by Io. And he could have, but uh, all good. He seems to be fine. Thank goodness for the mask. And we have 17.03 to go. 14-point Illinois lead, 20 on the shot clock. So let's extend this lead even more. Io is going to look for Trent. Is he going to have to kick it out deep? Yes, he does. Trent will take it in the backcourt. 17 to go, Trevor. We have a 14-point lead. I'm, I'm getting repetitive here. I just like saying 14-point lead. I'd like to say 16. Kofi gets the ball stolen from him. Uh, and a foul on Kofi because McCaffrey has no balance or equilibrium. Oh, look, at they're all masked, Trevor. Look at all the three, three musketeers on the screen. <laughs> That's Have cute. a phone. That- uh, you hate to be nitpicky, but you're up 14 and you get a Grandison turnover and then a Kofi turnover. But 
I mean, you know, it's the little things, but that was another opportunity. It felt like to sort of really, really smell blood in the water, but get a stop here and you're right back to where we're at. I'm encouraged if you look at it, though, incrementally, we built that lead. So around the first, let's say, eight minutes of the game, we were right around five, six. I think the next 10 minutes, we were around seven or eight. If it ends up at eight going into halftime, and now we're building it back up into double digits, and I hope to keep it in that territory. We got Wieskamp up top. This is Iowa on him. Great defense. Scars are now trying to take it against Georgie. He sets the pick, and this is going to be an easy bucket, I think, for Garza, a dunk. Georgie totally got lost on that screen. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so Iowa with the ball. Let's stop. Okay, there we go. <laughs> DeMonte with it. A little bit of miscommunication. Adam Miller with the ball. We have Trent Frazier is going to shoot a three. No. Ah, DeMonte almost gets the board. We're going the other way, 53 to 41. And I don't know what happened there. Adam Miller lost his guy, and that's going to be a missed three. Fortunately, that's huge, Trevor. Whew. That is. Okay. And a turnover. Ah, Ayo, what are we doing? Get Curbelo in the game. Why wasn't Curbelo the first substitution anyways? I mean, get, he will be. It's pretty early in the half to sub already. But well, they I, got DeMonte and uh, Georgie in there. So that was the no, first you're right. sub. You're right. Peculiar here. Get a stop. Get a stop. Okay, Georgie on Garza sets the pick. Bohannon on Miller. Taking it to the rim. No good. Get it. And it's going to tip back to Iowa, unfortunately. Get over, Trent. Get over to your guy. Oh, God, don't leave Frederick open out there. Okay, so this is Wieskamp. This is going to be Frazier on Frederick, who gets the pick. Georgie is going to no foul, fortunately, off the backboard for Frederick. This is a little disappointing, Trevor. You know, you had, you had blood in the water. Yep. And, and get, okay, Curbelo will come in here, so we, I kind of want to dead I ball. mean, this is what a good team does, you know. Like, expecting them to just blow it out is, is maybe unrealistic. Sure. That was probably your second, your second chance in the game to sort of really grab it by take a strangle on it, and you couldn't. All right, Io needs to do something here. I don't want this to go through Georgie. Io's going to take it right. He finds Trent. Trent. Someone's going to have to just launch it up here. Trent from the baseline. It is up. It is no good. Georgie Bad can't get shot. the board. Yep, it was forced. I mean, you got to get a break in the action here, I think. Please just ticky-tack foul. And Georgie leaves Garza again. A good foul, but uh, make him earn it. But man, Trevor, that was so much fun. And then all of a sudden, yeah. You're up 10 with 14.37 to go. Worst situations you could three, be in. Three strong minutes and two bad ones there, but I guess you're right back to where we started. So Hey, I got good news for you, though. You had a scoring drought of three minutes, right? And you still gained two in that segment of the game. If we're looking for... Yeah. Right? So if, if it's all about adding to the lead, you still added to the lead despite a three-minute scoring drought, and Curbelo is coming in, and this is a perfect time with 14.37 to go to hopefully reset there on the sideline. Maybe Garza can go one for two from the line. Uh, let's hit a sponsor real quick. We did DP Doe earlier, uh, Fourth and Kirby. I just got my Corey Bradford t-shirt back at home today, so excited to rock that. Fourth and Kirby also has a Big Ten Champions t-shirt. Trevor, I didn't tell you this, but I was in the elevator on the way up with a Michigan fan, and he saw my jersey, and he said, oh, you aren't watching the game? I said, no, 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 it's halftime, and, and there was a pause, and I said, yeah, that was a tough one today. And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, liver's being out. And I was the good sport and said, I know, that, that's just a tough break. I feel bad for the kid. And he said, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough to make a run without him. At that point, I got to my floor and I said, oh, have a nice day. And just thought, oh, man. like, Good for you. You win the restraint brownie points of the day award right there. I, I should win the sportsman award, sportsmanship award yes. that Paul Mulcahy has. It's for goodness sake. <laughs> but trust me. as I, That was a crazy <laughs> ending to that game. Oh, it was insane. Ohio State has that breakaway dunk. Liddell misses the dunk. 
that would have put him up 11 and suddenly you blink it. It's a one point game. And man, would Liddell have felt bad with two turnovers and a missed dunk. And then Michigan just inexplicably waits until four on the shot clock for Mike Smith to hoist the three. No chance for Dickinson to get the offensive board. He doesn't touch it on that possession and they lose. Yeah, it, it was insane. And it was really a long, elongated choke job by Ohio State and a 20-second choke job by Michigan. I, You had a timeout. I know that some coaches don't like to do that. You should have went and tried to score. So worst case, you make it and play. Or worst case, you don't make it and foul. Best case scenario, you score and then have to get one stop and win the game. But instead, I think Juwan got a little too confident there. He's like, we're just going to win this right now. And in his defense, Trevor, I was going to get your thought on this. Do you think that there was a part of that where he thought without Wagner and without Livers, I don't want this to go to overtime? I would give him that if that is part of the thought process, but that was so bang, bang. I don't know if it was. I don't mind him going for the win or not calling the timeout because you see plenty of coaches decide not to call the timeout there and go for the win. It's just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to wait that long and to have that guy shooting that shot. Not that Mike Smith can't. I mean, he knocked down shots all day, so I'm not saying he can't hit that, but I don't necessarily fault the strategy. I just fault the execution of the strategy. Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, by the way, 4th and Kirby, online at 4thandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at 4thandkirby.com. The longest diversion in any live read I think I've ever done, Trevor. And God knows we've done them back on 93.5 in this show, but that was a great... <laughs> That's that, a bold statement, yeah, yeah, considering yeah. what we've been through, but I'll, I might agree. You know, that first game, as ugly as it was, it was fun. And that was a lot of fun to watch just because that never got more than... Well, I guess Ohio State did have the 13-point lead. And I, I was certain that Michigan was going to pull it out at the end. I think that if Illinois can win this game, you certainly like playing a team playing their fourth game in four days, even though Ohio State's been a tough, tough matchup for us. But we got one right here between Illinois and Iowa, 53-43 to with 14.37 to go. It looks like Kofi will be back out there, thankfully. Do we have an extended break here, Trevor? I'm not really sure what... Okay, no. I think they just got back a little bit early from the break. This this kind of does feel like the de facto Big Ten title game, though, doesn't it? Because, does. I mean, I know Ohio State's really good, but they were the five seed. They're going to be gassed on their fourth day tomorrow. I'm not taking anything away from them. They can still win that game. But these two teams feel like right now, at least with you, when you factor in the liver's injury and everything that Michigan's going through, these two teams right now, this kind of feels like the premier matchup of the weekend for the tournament. Yeah. All right, here's Luca at the line. It's going to be two shots for him. He's got 12 points on the day, averaging 24 in the year, so he's halfway there with just under 15 to play. First free throw coming up. Uh, by the way, here's the lineup for Illinois. Kofi, first free throw is up. It is good. Kofi, Io, Corbello, DeMonte, and I couldn't see who was back at half court. So it's either going to be Trent or Miller. I'm guessing Trent because Miller would be usually. Yep, there's yeah, Trent. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's the second free throw for Garza. It is up. It is good. So we're back to an eight-point lead, which is what you had at halftime. So we're even through five and a half minutes. Well, and to your point, referencing you know the Duke win uh, game, such as that, that this was sort of the the range, right? Where they you punch it up to fourteen, they punch it back to eight, and on and on. So if you can continue to punch wow. it back up now, Io stepped that's out. An offensive foul. Yeah, I guess so. An offensive foul. I couldn't tell. Okay. Well, we're going the other way. All right, got to get a stop. I, I don't like this four minute stretch here at all. Fourteen twenty to go. This is Bohannon bringing it up for Iowa. Get a stop and get a transition bucket here. That, that always seems to get things going. 
Bohannon looking for Frederick. Nothing there. Looking for Wieskamp. Wieskamp at the free throw line. Curbelo on Bohannon. This is going to be out of bounds, going back the other way. Garza wanted a foul. He doesn't get it. Kofi doing a great job defensively, Trevor. Has Kofi fouled yet? He has played an excellent Maybe one. Game. I think there was one hip check that McCaffrey fell over. He's been great defensively. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I sipped my coffee there. Decaf because I don't need any more jitters. I've had plenty of caffeine today. Yeah. All right, we got Curbelo with the ball. He's looking for Kofi. We got Io now. Baseline back up top now to Curbelo, top of the perimeter. He's looking oh, for He's taking it himself. Beautiful. Nice little seal from Kofi. I'm going to try and pause mine for just like one second. Okay. I'm exactly timed up with you. Sounds good. We have now Wieskamp on the baseline. Curbelo on him. Wieskamp has some room. Let's see if he can make the move. He does, but DeMonte is there, baby. Wow. Curbelo saves it. Okay, here's Io. I don't think you have numbers. Watch out, Io. Okay, there we go. Whew. He's trying to find Kofi. Kofi wants it right now. Get out of the lane, Kofi. No three seconds. He's got good awareness about that. All right, Corbello with the ball, 13-15 to go. Back to a 10-point Illinois lead. Let's see if we can continue this counterpunch, Trevor. Io over to Trent. Trent looking for Kofi. Nice feed. It is no good. Kofi going to take it back up. It is no good. DeMonte with the board. Kick it out. There we go. Io with the ball. Io with a crossover. It is up. It is no good. Ah. Uh, uh, I know. Good possession. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Garza with the three. Phew. Trent gets, oh, no. Hopefully this is on the floor. Are we going to get two shots for Wieskamp? God dang it. That, that's frustrating. It's, it's like the kind of frustrating, though, that's not, like it doesn't make me want to pause and curse. It's just like, ah, why does Iowa have to be so competitive? Yeah, you're right. You know, it's like I want to just grab the board and make the shot, not grab the board and miss it twice, but that's just, you know, yeah, basketball. Wieskamp up and good. He's going to make both. All right, uh, 40. 55 to 46, a nine-point lead. And I think we got just over 12 to go. So we're going to have an under-12 timeout. You hit on the three-second call, and I'll just quickly rant about how that is my second least favorite call behind the five-second inbounds call. Because, I, I mean, just pick a guy. Like, literally roll a die and pick a player and just stare at him. And you could count to three, I don't know how many times, during a game when they're in the paint. And the same thing with the stupid five-second inbounds where they take seven seconds to count to five. It just drives me nuts, but I digress. Wieskamp misses the second. They've missed an odd number of free throws for a really good free throw shooting team, Trevor. This is Curbelo looking for Kofi. Now up to Miller up top. Miller trying to break something down. Give it back to Curbelo, please. Nice pass, Adam. Whoa, I stand corrected. What a feed and what a finish by Kofi. 57 to 46, back to an 11-point lead. Slight counter. a nice move by Kofi to readjust sort of on the fly there and finish with his left instead of his right. He's got great footwork. He's improved just leaps and bounds from where he was in November and December. This is Bohannon, or sorry, McCaffrey, Adam Miller on him. Now it is Bohannon. Grabello on him is going to get the pick. He's going to launch one here from way deep, and it's no good. Garza gets the board, though, and he's going to make it. I mean, here's the tricky thing with that, Trevor. Garza was up top. It was was a long board. It's not like Kofi's going to block, be able to block him after that. Yeah, whatever. 5748. Careful, Curbelo. He somehow doesn't travel. Feeds Kofi. Kofi is looking for he gets fouled. All right. So we're going to go to a break here. That is the second foul on Iowa. And Trevor, what was the lead at the last break? We were up 10, so Iowa gained one in that segment. Is yes. that correct? Yep. You know, it went from eight at halftime to ten to nine. I'm doing the arithmetic thing here. And 
Yeah, we're getting down to it. 12 minutes to go. Hey, another sponsor of the 200 level is State Farm Agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. For life, auto, home, business, renters, you name it, Brian is our guy. For homeowners and auto, we got great State Farm prices and, of course, personalized service that made the whole process super easy. So that's Brian Hansen, State Farm Agent, online at brianismyguy.com. All right, so what do we want to see here in the next four minutes? I mean, to be honest, Trevor, this game has been remarkably consistent throughout. It's just both teams are doing well enough. I think Illinois is just better, and that's why they have the nine-point lead. It's a better matchup for them. I'm trying to key in on something that will lock this thing up, and I think essentially it's as simple as Trevor not turning the ball over because we're going to score more oftentimes than not if we don't turn the ball over, and we've been great with that today. Yep, and forcing turnovers. Iowa's, I believe, at 10, and they average, I think, seven or eight a game. So you've already got them to turn the ball over more than their fair share. I'd like to see Io get going a little more. It feels like he hasn't really had a huge impact, at least scoring-wise, in this half or in the latter half of the first half. But I think the, the fear, the only fear I have with the whole maintain a sort of soft cushion lead is just that Iowa's biggest strength is hitting threes. Whereas if you look at that Duke game or something, I'm not concerned at the under four timeout when Duke gets it down to nine instead of 13 that Matthew Hurt is going to make four straight threes. Mm-hmm. That's something Iowa could do. So that's sort of the fear of keeping it within, you know, keeping them within arm's length can change, I guess what I mean is more quickly against Iowa than it can against other teams. Yeah, and how many so that would sort of be my one fear in that area. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, how many crazy finishes have we seen in the Big Ten tournament where teams have had substantial leads only for the other team to just go nuts at the end? And yeah, that mm-hmm. that's that's always the threat when you play a team like Iowa. We saw it last year at the State Farm Center, where you had a comfortable lead and then they started making threes and it got way too dicey, but you ultimately won. I, I think that, yeah, it's this offense is going to score points for Illinois. It really is. I think for each missed three, Trevor, it's like it's like in a video game, you got the health meter, right? And I, I'm doing pretty good right now, but I want to get further and further into the green and fill that health <laughs> meter up. And the more each three that Iowa makes, I get a boost up there. And I'm like, oh, okay, I think, I think we're going to be okay. But yep. we'll see here. And, and to your point, I think Illinois, it, I mean, if you walk away from this game and Illinois doesn't play much worse the next 11 minutes and they lose... I would think that the wrong team won this game, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I yeah. think Illinois is the team that deserves to win this game, at least right now, provided they don't shoot themselves in the foot too much down the stretch. It just feels like, I mean, I, it, it's very simplistic analysis, but it feels like Illinois is a better team than Iowa. They are, and not not by leaps and bounds, but I think that they no. are, are better, and I think that the matchup benefits them because they can equalize what Iowa does in the backcourt with their defense, even though Iowa went six for 12 from three in the first half, have cooled off a little bit here in the second half. That's why the lead sits now at nine instead of, well, that's one more point than you had at halftime. So essentially we got an even second half and we are now underway, 1140 to go. Grandison up top to Miller's. We got 18 on the shot clock. If Illinois can hit some threes, I mean, that's huge because right now it's a big paint game for you versus a three game for them. So if you can sort of match them from the outside, that'd be Huge. All right, here's an I.O. moment right here. ISO, kind of. He's going to take it to the rim. It's going to be a foul. Nice break here. So two shots coming up, and we'll see on the replay, Trevor. Looked like decent defense, but we'll see if it got Iowa's arm or not. Here's the replay. And he... Oh. Yeah, there's a little... I mean, I can see why they called that. Benefit of the doubt for the one of the best players in the Big Ten. A little bit of the chest. I've seen worse fouls, but I'll take it. 
I will say that it feels like Illinois has had the foul advantage so far in this game. Not by a long shot. I don't think the calls have been lopsided. But there's been a few, like one or two maybe, where I feel like that you know needle maybe leans Illinois' way a little bit more than Iowa's right now. Yeah. Iowa makes both. Back to 11-point lead. So that was a good possession right there out of the break. Got 11-15 to go. This is Bohannon up top. Uh, who is number 11? Trevor? That is, um, I believe, the other McCaffrey. No, 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 no. That's not a McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat McCaffrey is 22. He's 22, right, right. The, the guy that fouled that, Io. Here's yeah, Garza. I don't know if that's... Wow, he missed it, but we got a foul. Thank goodness he missed that because that was a foul. Kofi, I think, did get his face a smidge there, so Garza will have to earn it at the line. I think that's Kofi's second. Let's watch this replay. Yeah. Ouch. I hope they don't review that because that clearly wasn't intentional. <laughs> Kofi takes Slapped a him across seat. The face. So let's see here. That I think is that's, uh, Tucson. That's number eleven, maybe. Is he maybe Tucson not. shorter? I don't know. I don't You're know right. But... And there's two there's two Murray brothers, Keegan and Connor. So this must be so Connor. Maybe that's one of. I guess. And a great bit of defense there. We're going the other way. Looks like yep, nice, good defense, Illinois. So we're going the other way with a fifty-nine to forty-eight lead with ten fifty-five to go. Yeah, so that's only Kofi's second, according to my score app. No, I'm sorry, that's his third. That is his third. So you got to go Georgie here, I think, until the under eight. And this yeah. is Curbelo and Io time, I think, where you let them create and get you some easy buckets. Careful, Andre. We got a foul, and that will be the fourth on Iowa and the third on Garza, if that's on him. I mean, they're keying on him here. I mean, the camera's sure lingering on him. I can't tell. Hmm. We shall see. I think Underwood's done a pretty good job, I feel like, of copying, of copying minutes with Kofi on the oh, nice come on. pass. Yes! Wow, what a feed from Curbelo and a one-handed dunk from Io. Let's get a stop and let's stretch it, baby, right now with Kofi on the bench. Georgie's on Luca. Gets him to go baseline. I mean, what can you do? Do we got a foul on the floor? Are they going to count that? And one? How? Are they going to count that? That'd be frustrating if they did. Wow, what a feed and what a dunk over Patrick McCaffrey. Hey, what's the head tapping thing after dunks? It must be something new because they cut to the crowd last night. Everybody was doing it. And I'm like, did I miss something on that front? I, I don't know. Like, watch your head. All right, Garza makes that, so back to a 10-point game. I mean, they aren't going to go anywhere, Trevor. We know that, but you just got to keep them at arm's length and keep scoring. You know, because Luca's going to get his as we got a potential turnover and it's going to be out of bounds. And it's going to stick with Illinois, I think, because one Illinois guy clapped and Frank Garza did not clap. Now the Iowa. Yeah, now, El now Elvis is clapping. Iowa Elvis is clapping. You're right. So it'd be nice if they actually had the camera on the floor. But what are you going to do? It is Illinois ball. We have. There's a BBV? What the heck? Is, it, is he in there to. Yeah. What is this? BBV is coming in the game for Illinois. Now, you know what's interesting about this? First of all, I think it speaks volumes to Georgie's defense on Garza, which yeah. hasn't been good. But remember, BBV made two random appearances this year, not counting this one. The one was, other one yeah. was two minutes against Iowa. That's true. Io misses it. It's going to go the other way. Stop the break. Stop the break. No, they don't. Not at all. So it's an eight-point game with 10 to go. It's all even through 10 minutes, Trevor. All even through 10. Once, once again, you were up 13. Now it's down to eight. Yep, yep, yep. Got to punch back again. Here we get a pick from BBV. He falls over about. 
Adam Miller is going to shoot a three. Good Ooh. Lord. Oh, my God. That was huge, man. Uh, huge. Huge shot. Cold-blooded. Adam Miller. Jeez. 64 to 53. Now, watch out for the counterpunch here from Iowa. You know that, that Brohannon's going to want one. And this is going to be Garza, BBV on him. So they're just saying, BBV, you're big. Just get on Garza. And Okay, can someone help? Grandison helps. Wow, he's actually doing a decent job. <laughs> I've seen far worse. I've seen worse. Here's Grandison helping out on Patrick McCaffrey. And this is going to be, how is this 11 guy? Two straight buckets for him. It's back to a nine-point Illinois lead with 9.14 to go. And great flow to this game, Trevor. It's just flying by in the second half here. Yeah, good point. These games tend to with Illinois and Iowa. They tend to be just pretty breezy, under two hours. All right, Iowa with the ball. We got Keegan Murray on him, so a size disadvantage for Io. Grandison's going to shoot a three from up top. It is no good, and we need to get a stop here. This is Bohannon, Curbelo. A funky lineup for sure with Grandison and BBV as your big guys out there. Yeah, you're stealing minutes for sure. And BBV, hey, man, I've seen pretty – that's not bad. Okay, so we got Curbelo. Io trailing. Io is going to reset here. Okay, BBB, now, get, get out of the post and let Io just go. Go, 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 go. Go, baby. And a foul on Garza. So that should be his third by that point. It should be two shots for Io. The only issue with that high ball screen with BBB is, <laughs> unlike Kofi, you don't really have the, uh, the faith in Io lobbing <laughs> it up there for, <laughs> for Bossman's Redonk. But, yeah, that is three on Garza now. Okay. We'll see if he gets out a minute. I mean, if I'm Iowa, I consider just leaving leaving men. So what Underwood's doing here is trying to get to this under eight with yes. this very strange amalgamation of players out there and then get back to something more regular. Iowa makes the first, so he's three for three today, back to a 10-point lead. Garza will take a quick seat, so you are stealing these minutes with BBV. Do you get Georgie in there now that Garza is out? I would. We'll see. It doesn't look like it. I don't know if he's trying to send a message to Georgie, though I've seen worse performances from Georgie. Here's a free throw from Io. Both are good, so we're back to an 11-point lead with 829. Now it's all about stops, Trevor, and just somehow staying around this double-digit margin. This is Connor McCaffrey with Grandison on him. 820 to go. McCaffrey's look at Corbello down low on some post defense. Okay, so this is going to be Keegan Murray. Baseline jumper's up and good. He's a good player, Trevor. Yeah, BBV left him a little bit there, but I feel bad even criticizing him. I mean, this is the first time he said game action in two months. Yep. So. All right, Io is looking to take it himself. He misses it. It's a nine-point lead with 750. Yeah, yeah. Nine-point lead. Get over, Corbello. I'm Wieskamp. All right, so he stops the ball temporarily. We got BBV now on Keegan Murray again, the other baseline. Left side. They're targeting BBV for sure. And that's a miss. Whew, that's a break. Io wants it. He finds Trent. Nope, Trent. And I don't know if he would have been able to finish that anyways. That would have been tough. So we reset with 735 Man, to go. You are stealing these, these seconds with this lineup in here. It's amazing. Here's Corbello trying to take it. Eh, careful. Ah. What do we got? Did a foul on Iowa. I think it'd be on Iowa, wouldn't it? Iowa looks yeah. like, hey, what the heck? Wow. Trevor, Iowa didn't gain when you mm. had BBV in there for about what, three, four minutes? That was a big two-and-a-half, three-minute stretch right there. Now, the question... Arguably your worst lineup of the year, and they gained nothing on you. Are, they, are we in the bonus, or was that... I think that was their sixth foul. Not yet, I don't think. Okay, because otherwise BBB is going to the line. So that might be an adventure when we come back. We'll see. But 
Got to hit another sponsor real quick. Rector Construction online at RECTORConstruction.com for everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. It's getting to be that time of year for home projects and Rector Construction. They're terrific at what they do. And they're also great guys. They get back to the community. They've done this since they got started here in Champaign-Urbana. So go online to RectorConstruction.com. That's R-E-C-T-O-R-Construction.com for a free estimate today. Wow. That was... That was a whirlwind, Trevor, because we have 725 to go. We started this podcast at 347. We're, this half is just breezing. We're only 32 minutes into this pod and 30 real-time minutes into the second half with not much time to go. Just that I, I know I'm beating a dead horse on this, but it just seems like a massive win for Illinois the way those last three minutes just played out. I think Iowa may have gained like a point since the last media timeout, maybe two. But, uh, I mean, again, you just played a guy who only comes in garbage time. I don't mean to say no game action because actually he played last night against Rutgers. But, I mean, that lineup was not what you wanted to see. BBV and Grandison were your bigs against Luca Garza, and they, you gained, they gained nothing on you? Yeah. I, I will say this, though. Let, let's, not, let's not do that again. It feels like that that's playing with fire a bit. So in a yeah. Sweet 16 or Elite 8 possible matchup, let's let's not do that again. But hey, BBV did his job. He played some decent defense, especially on that last miss by Keegan Murray. He made him work for it, and that was an off-balance shot. So we are back, Trevor, from the under eight timeout. I think 7.35 to go. It'll be Illinois ball. We'll check the foul and situation. Some of that had to do with sending a message to Georgie too. Not that, I mean, look, this is the postseason. I don't care what kind of message you're sending. I'm not going to keep a better player out for an extra two minutes just to let him know that I don't like what he's doing. But Georgie's defense left a lot to be desired there. Although I do agree with you that I've seen worse this year from Georgie. So kind of an interesting move, but it it has worked out thus far. But let's go ahead and end it at thus far. (laughs) I would agree. So it looks like as we get back here, teams are still in their huddles. So I... I don't know if they're coming back earlier than most or what. We've had a couple times where they come back and the teams are just kind of chilling. Isaac, so, and, oh, go ahead uh, here, Trevor. You've got seven twenty. I'm just working out Kofi's three fouls with seven minutes left. You yeah. bring him back in now and let him go till the under, like right before the under four, and then yank him again. Yeah, I think you, you bring him back in. We'll, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. But I think you bring him back in and just tell him, you know, on defense. Do what you got to do. They're going to go to Garza anyway. So Kofi is back in. Garza is back in as well. He's got three. Kofi's got three. So I think both guys defensively are just, we'll see. I hope the refs let them play. They did in the first half. Uh, I don't want foul trouble to keep Kofi or Garza out of it. Well, maybe Garza. Okay, Iowa with the ball. 7-10 to go. And it's going to have to be a shot that he creates. It's going to be an 18-footer, and it's good. Wow. Automatic, man. I. It's just crazy how often he hits that shot. 68 to 57. We got seven to go. It's an 11 point Illinois lead. This is Bohannon to Garza. Bohannon is going to go. Trent goes over the screen. And Garza, oh, oh, man. I thought Grandison almost had that, but instead of dunk for Keegan Murray, I thought Io might have had a shot at that one. But we have a bucket for Iowa, so it's back to a nine point lead. This has been as even of a first half, second half as I've seen. It's literally. Punch for punch. Here goes Io. A scoop and good. Too easy. 70 to 59, Trevor. 630. It feels like it's been a few minutes since Iowa's even attempted a three. Well, don't speak too soon because here's... Oh, Garza doesn't... No, no. He's going to take it 
on oh, Kofi. Kofi, watch out. Okay, good, good. Wow, good. Curbelo, baby. Okay, come on, get a break here. Let's finish it. Trent, make it. Ah! Going the other way with 6.08 to go. I don't mind that because you weren't going to get a layup. Wide open three in rhythm. No. Kofi, no, they call the reach in. No, 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 no. Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. Damn you got to be, be smarter than that. Yep. Come on, man. Oh, you got to bring Georgie in, right? No, they're going Demonte. You've seen enough of Georgie. Well, the Demonte's in for Grandison. And okay, here comes Georgie. So that means Demonte's going to be on Keegan Murray, and Georgie's going to be on Garza. And you really just got to let the guards make sure that the Bohannons and Wieskamps of the world don't get hot here. So 70 to 59, 603 to go. This will be one and one for Garza. Maybe we'll get lucky. I mean, the fear is they haven't gotten hot yet. Right. As you mentioned, but. Versus up and good. All right, so it's a 10-point lead with 6.03 to go. I like what Kofi was doing there. It's just with three fouls and there's no time left, you got to be smarter than to sort of go treasure hunting for the ball there, you know? Just keep him in front of you. That's all, you know. Excuse me. Voice cracking there. Uh, Both are good for Garza. So it's a nine-point game with 6.03 to go. Seven fouls on Illinois. Next foul for Iowa will be the bonus for Illinois. And we got a foul right there. And Trent will go to the line. And that's the fourth on Garza. And he's saying, keep me in, coach. Keep me in. Does he, Trevor? I think I love this, by the way. I love the campaigning because in reality, as a player, you cannot guarantee you're not going to be put in a situation where you foul. Sure. You know, so he's saying, like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Leave me in. It's like, I don't know. It's like me saying, like, I promise you I'm not going to get in a car accident. And it's like, well, I mean, I might, you know, there's no guarantee. It's amazing. A tale of two halves, Trevor, where the first half it was all Kofi and Garza, and then this half they've been negated by fouls. And it's been an even matchup when you look at the rest of it. So Trent is going to the line. He's got a one and one, seven fouls on both teams. The first one's up and good. Way to go, Trent. Illinois has been so lucky with these minutes they've copped without Kofi. First, you get away with BBB for two and a half minutes, and now Georgie gets a much better matchup, whether it's a McCaffrey or a Murray, and he doesn't have to worry about guarding Garza. So you've been really lucky in that respect. Trent makes both. Let's let's close it out in these next two minutes, Trevor. I think it's a possibility if you can string yep. together two stops in a row here. Maybe get some transition offense going. Now, here's Bohannon going over the top of the screen. Trent does a good job. This is going to be Keegan Murray, though, for three. It is no good. That's a big miss. My health meter is growing, Trevor. Georgie left his guy there, and that wasn't good, but he missed. All right, so here's Corbello. He's going to run point here with 20 on the shot clock, 538 to go. We have Io coming up on the left side. Io with the ball. We got 15 on the shot clock. Georgie sets the screen on the right. Here goes Io. He finds DeMonte. DeMonte to Trent. Nope, 10 seconds on the shot clock. Still got time for a shot here. Corbello's looking to take it to the rim, it looks like. Careful, Andre. Good Lord, he's trying to take it to the rim. He, wow. Whoa, Trevor. Oh, my <laughs> God. 74 to 61. I, acrobatic is doesn't even begin to cover that. Here's Bohannon over the top of the screen. He is now looking for Connor McCaffrey. Now it's down to Wieskamp, and he kicks it back out to Bohannon for a long three. Of course it's good. Why wouldn't it be with five to go? And we have what now? Uh, maybe did Iowa call a timeout? Or I'm not there sure. Like a foul away from the play. Did Fran get teed? Something happened. Well, let's check here. I guess we got to go to Twitter. Uh, let's see here. What we're going back the other direction? I I don't know. 
I mean, Fran is miffed about something. Maybe he wanted uh, an additional foul, like an arm bar or, or a hook and hold or something. And he's asking him to go look at it away from the shot that was made. Five minutes to go, so we will see a replay here. I think it's after the three was made. DeMonte was down there, Trevor, just to give you a heads up. Of course. Okay, let's watch this. So this is a three, and he makes it. And I don't... Yeah, I mean, it does look like DeMonte sort of forearm shivered one of the McCaffreys there, but I don't know how... um, I don't know. I mean, they could call a flagrant one on that. It depends on... Uh, how they're feeling, I guess. They, they haven't called much in this game. I wouldn't, personally, but... Well, they have Gene Steratour helping us out. So, I mean, if this is the one angle they have, I I don't know how... My only problem is it looks rather intentional, like he wasn't going for the ball. And I'm not saying DeMonte elbowed him in the face or anything, but, it, you know... That that wasn't really a play on the ball because the ball wasn't anywhere near where Devontae was at on right. that play. So I'm not really sure why he did that. Yeah, but why why does he? Uh, I love Devontae, but this is this has got to stop. You know, it's it's the pros and cons of being the the, the chippy glue guy. You know, it, it's all right. So what do we got it, here? Uh, we will see what they call. I can't tell. I mean, he definitely extended his arm and shoved McCaffrey to the ground. I just, I don't know. I've, I've seen worse, I guess is my answer. To yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, a flagrant. is it a flagrant? I don't know. I'm just saying I've seen worse called a flagrant. Flagrant one. Called. It's a yeah, flagrant one. Yeah. Okay. So they get one shot and then is it our ball? Yeah. Or do they get two shots? Well, I'm not sure. I've never, ever been clear on the shots, and I'm as big a nerd about this stuff as anybody. I still don't understand why sometimes you get two shots and sometimes you get one. Um, it's just unnecessary. You know? It is, and, and, and here's the problem, Trevor. He he was looking at McCaffrey, so it wasn't a blind move on his part. Right, he knew right. where that arm was going, so I understand why they called it, and I don't hate the call. I mean, I hate that it happened, but I think that it's probably an okay call to make. It's not egregious sure. or anything. All right, so and McCaffrey is going to make have, the first. Have the history of, of uh, head head smooching, I guess you'll call it, last year at the end of that game or in the middle of that game. Just, yeah, know. just silly. Just really silly, and I hope it doesn't bite us here. It's a nine-point Illinois lead. The second one is up for McCaffrey, and that is good as well. So eight-point lead, and will it be Illinois ball, right? Yeah, that's just silly, Demonte. I mean, it's just it has nothing to do with the play. Like it. That's stupid. It just doesn't. No, it's Iowa ball. It's Iowa ball, Trevor. Okay. Wow, Demonte, Demonte, Demonte. Here's Bohannon with the ball. This is Keegan Murray. Georgie on him. Now Keegan, sorry, it's back up top to Bohannon with ten on the shot clock. This is a big possession, Trevor. It's no good. That could have been big. Iowa with a break. Iowa, come on, baby. He gets the ball. Timeout. 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 We're going the other way. Yep. God dang it. All right. A little bit of uneasiness here. 74 to 66. And let's see. We have eight fouls on Illinois, seven on Iowa. Now it's just about making stops. Garza's back in. I think you got to get Kofi back in too. 
I'm, I said earlier, you know, it just it, don't do one of those stupid things that swings the game. And unfortunately, the, one of those things happened. Yep, yep. All right, Keegan Murray up top. This is now Wieskamp with Corbello on him. They're looking for Garza. This is Georgie on Garza. As good as defense as you're going to get, Georgie. But Garza gets it back. It is no good. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Trent got it. Trent got it. What? What? Iowa's out of bounds. Man. We got three timeouts, man. We got to be ready to call the timeout. Boy, I tell you what, it feels like you've just given them like eight chances in the last minute and a half of game time I to know. do something. My God. God, if you can get out of this possession, Trevor, I feel a lot better. That was actually good defense. We're going the other way. On, uh, whoa, T, they called it. What just happened? Oh, they're, they changed it? Well, they're going the other way, and wow. What just happened? I don't know, but we'll take it. This is a big possession. On, Hell, they all are explode. at this point. I need you to explode, Fran. 74 to 66. <laughs> this game is ground to a halt with all these stoppages, but it's certainly thrilling. 74 to they 66. They must have called an offensive foul there. I don't know. I don't know. Careful, Io. Crabella with the ball. We got 15 on the shot clock with 4-2 to go. Io's getting the screen to the left from Georgie. Georgie's now going to set the Wait. screen on the right. Not much there. I was trying to create some space. He's looking for Trent. Trent's going to shoot a three. No good. DeMonte can't quite get it. Now we're going the other way with 3.46 to go. This is Bohannon going over the top of the... No, spin move. The three is up. It is good. It's a five-point game with 3.40 to go. And I think... Well, here we go, Trevor. Gosh, Danny. How does he make that? Just He wasn't even looking at the basket a second earlier. He spun around and... Uh, All right, so what do we got here? They are packed on the right side of the court. Io is trying to look for something. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Clear out, Georgie. Clear out. Give him space. Io three is no good. It's going the other way now, Trevor. Three oh six to go. Here's Bohannon. They're actually doing a really good job of denying. Get it, Carmel. Get it. Get it. Get it. Call timeout. Call timeout. No, Io with the ball on the break. Yes. Okay, that's huge. Seventy-six to sixty-nine. Timeout, wow. Illinois. Andre Curbelo with another steal at the biggest moment possible. Holy crap, Trevor. Oh. Huge play. Huge play. Holy moly, moly, moly. It's got to be going nuts there. And you know what's funny is Garza would have gotten his fifth if he'd contested that shot, so he just had to get out of the way for Io to dunk it. Yep. That's true. That's where the four fouls are huge. We have 255 to go, 76 to 69, Illinois with a seven-point lead. Now it just comes down to one stop at a time, and I'll hit a sponsor real quick. DP Doe, online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 Cal Zones and $6 premium and construction zones at dpdoe.com. So whether you're you're celebrating a big lawn I win or drowning your sorrows, hopefully not, after a loss, you can stay home and let them just bring it to your doorstep. Piping hot Cal Zones delivered anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. Use coupon code Mike. For $5 calzones at dpdo.com. All right. Well, here we go, Trevor. Boy, I'll tell you what. Those, those Bohannon threes were ridiculous. I, and know. I just have to laugh. I'm not even, you know, I can't be mad about it because it's not like he's a guy who doesn't hit those shots. That's what he does. But especially that second one. I mean, he, he just spun his way into that and nailed it. But it does feel like that was an important little counter jolt there of the offensive foul even though you missed that shot, yep. that three by Io, and, and then the steal. Because at that point, I mean, that DeMonte play was a five-point possession with the three and then the two free throws. 
and an 8-0 run resulting from that. And so you're not, you're nowhere near out of the woods yet, but it, it, it was good to at least stop that run before it got to a point where it was really killing you. Yeah, you know, Iowa's got 18, so he's still doing his thing, but he does have five turnovers. That has been uncharacteristic for Io. Nine assists, though, six rebounds. Uh, I don't know if we need to worry about triple-double tonight. He's got quite a few more rebounds to go, but all I care about is sneaking out here in the last 256. Iowa's outscored you by one this half. It has been super even, uh, you know, and I just hate, Trevor, that you had that moment to close it. But I will say, though, I mean, it got to within five, but even at the five-minute mark, that was when I think the flagrant happened. Two minutes have passed since then. You've kept them still at arm's length, three-possession game. And, okay, so now it it really is just one stop at a time. You get a stop here, and then you run run a longer offensive set, and then just get down to it. Now, one thing to keep in mind, I'm assuming Kofi will get back in there. He is, needs to. Right. But then there's also the single bonus that both teams are in. And now Garza can't foul him, so that does help out where mm. maybe it's not going to be hack of Kofi, but you can bet that Fran is telling you know the guards that have a, a foul or two close out real quick. So we need to be telling Kofi, you get the ball and they start doubling you up and you can't finish, kick it out. Kick it out. Because one made three, Trevor, I, f- I feel like if we make a three, we're golden. I-, I really feel like if you get that one three with this margin that you currently have, that can be the big one. So let's see here with 256 to go. 255, yeah, sorry. Yeah, three, three, three and a stop feels like that would be pretty much game over. All right, here we go. Garza up top, 250 to go. Kofi on Garza, keeping him in front of him. Don't reach, Kofi. Trent doing a good job over the up. Oh, we got a foul on Trent to send Bohannon to the line. Fighting through the screen, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Oh, another timeout? The under four? Okay, well, 2.45 to go. We're going to another break. 200 Levels I brought guess. to you by 4th and Kirby. Online at 4thandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at 4thandkirby.com. Trevor? Well, I just I guess Iowa called that timeout after the dunk, so now it's the media one. See, I wonder if it was Iowa or Illinois, because you know that Underwood likes to do that. True, true, which <sighs> I enjoy. I think Man. that's a good strategy that more people need to use. But Well, I'd rather be up seven than down seven at this point, but this is tight, man. This is really tight. And uh, I, I really, man, DeMonte, you know, you love him, but he also does those things where it's like, don't you don't need to do that. That was, yeah. if I recall, there was the three-pointer, and then they it was... Fortunately, only two more points on the board than what they would have had otherwise. So it could have been worse. But it also got, you know, it gets Iowa pumped up. You see one of your guys getting elbowed in the face. He makes both free throws. Now they're, not that they weren't disengaged from the game, but you don't need to give them that fuel. Georgie actually played decent defense on Garza the following possession to to limit that possession to a 5.1 instead of a 7 or 8.1. And and I, look, I mean, I know some people. I'm just scrolling through Twitter. Some people are really upset that they called that a flagrant. It could go either way for me. Yeah. Again, I've seen much worse not be called it. So obviously, it's up to the discretion of the officials. But I honestly think that not that these officials necessarily know this. You have to factor in the fact that these two guys fought each other last. Of year. course. And it just it just seems like a point in the game where there's just no need, whether it's a personal thing or you're just trying to keep everybody chippy or whatever, there's just no need to even risk getting called for that. No, there's not. And that's why it's so frustrating for a fifth-year senior in DeMonte who does so many things well. But, you know, you go back to the Wisconsin game. Now, 
Alondo Tucker said something that got him teed up. So clearly that was being provoked. But it's the unprovoked stuff where it's like, ah, do we do we need to do that? Do we need to? Because you guys are so good, you don't need to um, play these head games with other teams, you know. But regardless, yeah. it is a seven-point lead. Iowa will go the line for one and one, but it is Bohannon, who's a really, He's really nailed. good free throw shooter. So yeah. it'll be a five-point game. <laughs> Man, and that was interesting because they've let these guys play, Trevor, and then you get the foul on Trent as he's trying to fight through a screen, and that just seems kind of counter to how it was being called, at least in the first half, though it's being called a little bit tighter down the stretch here. All right. Well, part of the need to fight through those screens so aggressively, too, though, is you know who's on the other end of them, and, and Bohannon, who will make a shot with two people's hands in his face. So right. I'm, I'm sure there's a little bit of extra pressure on Trent there to really try to, as aggressively as possible, fight his way through that, but... Prefer to do it without fouling, for sure. All right. So we're about to get underway here. We have 2.45 to go in this ballgame. No more media timeouts. I think Illinois has two, and Iowa has two left. And, is, yeah. Is Iowa in the double bonus yet? No, single. Or is this? I think okay. that's the ninth. On, yeah. Okay. Ninth on Illinois. So this is Bohannon. Maybe we'll get lucky because they, they've missed a few uncharacteristic uh, free throws, at least for them. They're a good free throw shooting team. Bohannon's ninety percent. Ninety percent. Good lord! And he already missed one today. So here's the first one coming yeah, up for he Bohannon. Ain't missing again. I wouldn't think so. It is up. It is good. Okay. So it is a six point game, seventy six to seventy, with two forty five to go. You know, if I'm Brian Barnhart, I have a hard time staying professional during these games because yeah. you know he roots for Illinois, and it's just you. I get that kind of heart pumping and and get nervous. Seventy six to well, seventy one. I don't do very well describing it when I'm this level of nervous, so I can't imagine being the person who everyone's relying on right. to accurately describe exactly what's happening. 76 to 71, 235 to go. Trent Frazier with the ball. He's finding Kofi. Kofi kicks it back out to Trent. Trent over to Andre Corbello. Back to Trent. Finding Kofi, who will lay it in. That's a great play. Kofi goes up quick to go right back up seven with 220 to go. One stop at a time, Trevor. One stop at a time. No fouls. No fouls. Trent is on both hands. It Bohannon. almost looked like Trent should take that three earlier in the possession, but then he finds Kofi for a much yeah. higher percentage shot. So this is interesting. Bohannon goes over the top of the screen. Good job by Trent to keep it in front of him. Io is following Wieskamp. Now Trent switches over. Wieskamp is up. It is no good. Get it, get it, get it. Carmelo Ooh, gets it. Yes, okay. Two minutes to go. Io is trying to break here. He's going to take it up. It is no good, but Kofi is going to get it. Yes, yes. Up nine. 150 to go. 80 to 71, Kofi dunk. Oh, Trent with the buck. Yes. Come on, baby. Wow. 140 to go. Oh, wow. my God. All right. Now let's just ice this thing on this possession. 133 to go. What a whirlwind of a minute, Trevor. Holy crap. Curbelo with the ball. It's going to be Io. Kofi, be ready. Be ready for the dump off here with 10 seconds on the shot clock. Uh, this is all Io. Yeah, you think? 120 to go. Io's going to make his move of five on the shot clock. Keegan Murray on him. He kicks it to Trent. Trent, pump fakes over to Io. Got to shoot it. Up. No good. Now we're going the other way. 110 to go. Get a stop. And we're in great shape here. Here's Bohannon. Trent fights over the screen. This is Wieskamp. Curbelo, great job. Right in front of him. Stay in front of him. Three is up. It is no good. Rebound to DeMonte, who gets fouled. Yes. 59 wow. seconds to go. Huge defensive stops on the last two possessions of this game. A block by Trent, and then that one. Gotta take a sip of the coffee. And it is only coffee. It's too early for one of those. But man, <sighs> we're gonna need 
if we can hold on to this, man, I'm going to need to go the other end and have a liquid depressant, even though I don't know why they call it that. It makes me feel good. 80 to 71 yeah. with 59 to go. Well, I tell you what, Io has oddly enough, and I don't mean I'm not going in on him for this, but uncharacteristically bad in this game. He missed that three badly in terms of his clutch shots and then missed his last two pull-ups, but luckily it doesn't matter. Yep. Well, here's DeMonte, free throw. It is up. It is good. Way to go, DeMonte. Okay. If he makes these two free throws, I consider the flagrant negated, Trevor. You're up 10. Sure. Now, why is Wieskamp on the bench? Was Did I see that right? No, I think that's Connor. Okay, they all look the same. I can't. It's whatever. No, that's not Connor. I, that's not Wieskamp or Connor. Maybe it's Frederick. I don't know. DeMonte makes both. 82 to 71. 59 seconds to go. This is Bohannon. Don't foul a three. Nope. Don't foul on a three. Trent keeping him in front of him. And here's the long three from Bohannon. It is up. It is no good. Io with the board. And we're going to go the other way. Oh, my gosh. Trevor, that got too damn scary. Mm. Let's uh, get a dispatch from Isaac Ambrose here. He said, let's blank and go, fellas. I'm going to ask, how loud is it? Lots of Illini fans over there. Oh, my God. Wow, Trevor. That was... What a a flip that last 90 seconds. That could have gone either way. Oh, absolutely. So what's going on here? We're all still... Oh, Io shooting the free throw, no good, but we stayed back there on defense. Okay, so this is going to be Bohannon probably launching up another deep three. Now it's going to be Garza now. Kofi in front of him. No reach, Kofi. Let him go. He misses it. Oh! (laughs) And they're calling off the dogs, Trevor. 30 seconds to go. Illinois is going to advance to the Big Ten Tournament Championship for the first time since 2007, I think. But I think this seems a little different than that one with Calvin Brock and all those guys. Wow, Iowa's going to dribble out this possession, maybe go for one more dagger here. Let's see what he does. We got five on the shot clock. He's trying to make something happen. It's out of bounds. Staying with Illinois, three seconds on the shot clock. Trevor, holy mackerel. He's missed three clutch shots and a free throw. Come on, man. <laughs> what are we doing, Io? Come on, man. I mean, here's the thing. If you sneak out with the win. I kid, I kid. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, here we go. Three seconds. Trent, launch it up, baby. Layup is up. It is. Oh, no good. Kofi can't quite get the board, but I was going to launch a three. It is up. It is a good whatever. But Illinois wins. Now, did that count or not? I'll give you the final score. Illinois got 82. I know that much. Iowa gets 74. Hey, wait, does that not mean it's that plus 10 margin for the quad? Uh, Who cares at this point? We got a one seed. We're playing potentially into the third one spot. Wow, Trevor. It's always great to beat Iowa. That got hairy like these games always do. But at the end of the day, this team found yet another way to win with Iowa being uncharacteristically messy. With Kofi being in foul trouble in the second half, that's impressive as hell. That was a, first of all, that shot should not count, but whatever. That was a gritty, gutted out win. And once again, just like that Ohio State game, just like all the games that week, you you found another example of a game that is an exact situation you will be in, in whatever it may be, the Sweet 16, whatever. And, And this is another situation where it's a coin flip, you know, with, with, I mean, not necessarily a coin flip. Illinois was up, but with 90 seconds to go, anything can happen, and you make two great defensive stops. You have two great offensive possessions. How about Trent getting up and blocking that three from Bohannon? Yeah. Oh, I know. And by the way, that three won't count, uh, Trevor. They're looking at it. That three won't count for Wieskamp, so it is an 11-point win. 
doesn't matter all that much, but goodness gracious, man. And, and to see the team be able to walk off that court and, (laughs) and soak it in. I mean, this team all year long had accomplished all this without fans. And I'm, I'm super happy for Isaac that he got to see a win, but also a thrilling win, which it was going to be that way against Iowa, no matter what, but what a way to close out. I got to say, Trevor, I've said this before on the pod in the last couple weeks with this run that they're on. And nothing is predetermined. Things can happen in single elimination tournaments. But this is another chapter in that storybook. And that's why I continue to think, yeah, I think they're going to do something here. They're going to do something. And and here's this what seems, I would... This team is special, man. I, I just... Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say... Something special is going on here, you know? And that tomorrow you can get one tangible thing. You can get a tangible thing for your back pocket. A trophy and a banner. And... After what yeah. happened last week, I, I got to think, Trevor, I have no doubt we've seen in two games already. There were maybe some mental blips today, but overall, this team is so keyed in right now. I have no concerns about this team losing on their own accord. It would come down to the other team just playing a fantastic game, and we're asking Ohio State fourth game in four days to do that. It won't be easy, I don't think, but I got to think in the second half, you can wear them down. And they're going to want it so badly. I know Ohio State wants it badly too, but I, I'm sorry. I can't believe they want it as badly as Illinois tomorrow. I can't believe that. Oh, I completely agree. And, I mean, as close as that game was, you won by 11. So, so far, your two wins on this march to a title are like 22 points and 11 points. And I'm with you. I, I, I'm not by, I'm not trying to be not biased saying this, but... Ohio State's fourth game in four days. Kyle Young is out. Liddell's got this finger thing. You've seen how bad they are uh, in these stretches where they can't score and they choke games away. It happened for what felt like the third straight day today. Against Minnesota, they were up 12, almost lost. Against Purdue yesterday, they were up 12, almost lost. In this game, they were up 11, almost lost. And I just, I don't know, man. I texted you before the game. Whoever wins this Illinois-Iowa game is winning tomorrow, and I have not wavered from that opinion one bit. No, no, I, I agree with you 100%. And I, I felt that way throughout the Ohio State-Michigan game because those are two banged-up teams in their own ways. Kyle Young is in concussion protocol, so he won't play tomorrow. And that's big because that's a kind of tough matchup for you. I, he hasn't killed you yet this year, but you feel like he could. But when it comes down to this Big Ten tournament title game tomorrow, what's so exciting to me, Trevor, is that I had entered this weekend, and I meant it. I meant what I said, that I'm just going to sit back and enjoy what I felt was kind of inevitable, which is, I don't say that was some, some sort of arrogance. It's just that everything seems to have led to this moment, including the snub by not getting a share of the Big Ten regular season title. And now this pathway opens for you, where, where, whether it would have been Ohio State or Michigan. Uh, Corey Bradford had sent me a message on Twitter today, because I just asked him, you know, like, who would you rather face? And, and as competitors, who would these guys rather have faced? It would have been Michigan. We know that. Uh, but I don't think that's going to distract them, that they don't get the revenge against Michigan. I think it's just, okay, well, now we can really make a statement against this team with the tired legs and do it on national television right before Selection Sunday. It's a big moment, and I think the timing of it is perfect, especially when you consider, I think, the tired leg syndrome. We've seen Illinois teams have to deal with that four games in four days in the past. Yeah, no, completely. I'm getting lost in all the uh, the Twitter fun and Isaac sending oh, us a video from the stand. Oh, let's just, see here. I'll, I'll play the this, video into my microphone here. Let's see. He might swear. You never know. <laughs> Let me get one more here. Even if he swore, I can always edit that out. But this is Isaac Ambrose, Dispatch from Lucas Oil. Let's get this. Come on now. 
Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that feels good, Trevor. How much freaking fun is this? How much fun is this? Ah, I I don't know what to say. Like (laughs) it is the very best feeling right now. I I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, I mean, we're talking about a team now that I think you should argue could jump Michigan. A Michigan team that lost again today. They should. Now that we're now we're talking about the third best team in the country. Baylor just lost. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm not making the case that they should be number one in the country or anything. But I mean, they have to be, if not first, the second best odds to win the whole thing right now. I would think. I think they have better odds to win it than Gonzaga. I, I would think odds makers would put it at that when we start the tournament. It was really cool, by the way, Trevor. It might have been my bad Wi-Fi, but you sort of had that robot voice thing going on as you were talking about that. It was a cool effect for the people listening at home. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think that as you enter, I mean, okay, first things first tomorrow. I'm not going to say tomorrow is an afterthought. It's not. We're going to watch it. I think it's going to be a fun day. I think they're going to get it done. But then you do go further than that and... Just think about okay, you win tomorrow. Let's let's just take care of business in front of you, in front of a home crowd. I mean, that's going to be a home crowd tomorrow, where you know all these tickets that Iowa fans and Michigan fans are going to put up on the secondary market. It's going to be Illini fans because Ohio State they aren't traveling for basketball to the same extent we are for Illinois basketball. So yeah, this is unbelievable because two weeks ago Trevor would be the win at Wisconsin. Two weeks ago today. A week ago would have been the win at Ohio State. And it's amazing how it just seems like this team is continually building on these moments. And the moments are never ending here as we see a collection of Lanai fans cheering Iowa as he gets interviewed. He, dude, look at him. Like, I can't hear what he's saying, Trevor. You know how much he loves this right now? He's got that swagger. And it wasn't even yeah. an A-plus game for him. That was a B game for Iowa to sumo. So if he gets an A-plus going tomorrow, come on. Come on. Oh, man. That was a lot of fun. That was an entertaining game, first of all, just if you're just watching that as a, as a, as an unbiased observer. I mean, that was a fun game to watch. But, I mean, asserting will isn't necessarily the phrase I'd use because it was a close game, but it just feels like, again, my takeaway is Illinois is a better team than Iowa, and they once again just proved it. Not by much, but they are. You know, it's also cool, Trevor. I mean, this goes without saying. They're your rival. More, more than Missouri. Yeah. I know recent history plays into that, but they're your Big Ten rival. You hate them. They hate you. You have, bet, you have bested them three times in a row. So that feels good enough. And to do so on this stage where you knew, as, we knew, as this game started, the only nerves, I got to be honest, Trevor, were coming from the fact that I didn't want to lose this game because I knew that this is the toughest hill that we'd have to climb to win a Big Ten tournament title. This was it, right? This was the moment that we had to get through, and if we did, I think we're gravy. I think we got this. And you did, and you did it against them, and it got scary, but if you're an Iowa fan, it's, you feel dejected. You know you got a two-seed in the tournament. That's great. But you know how we felt when we can't get over the hump against certain teams, and here we are mm-hmm. putting Iowa fans in that position. It's beautiful. Putting many fans in that, but Wisconsin yeah. fans. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, man, I... I don't want to say, but I agree. Well, I tell you what, we we will let this soak in. Let's get this out there so people can listen to this this evening if they want to. Hell of a lot more fun to listen to these after wins. A big win at that. So you had a 22-point win against Rutgers on Friday. Had an 11-point win today against Iowa. Got within five, but kept them at arm's length, and you closed it out. And you're playing Ohio State tomorrow, their fourth game in four days, without Kyle Young. 
little banged up. We'll see. I got to wonder, Trevor, I'm no orthopedist, but if EJ Liddell dislocated a finger, I know he was able to continue playing, but that thing's got to be sore tomorrow. He can't be at 100%. Well, this, I mean, right? he, continued, he continued playing and fumbled the ball out of bounds twice and missed the dunk. And that was the only time he touched the ball after that. So I would think it has some effect on him. I would, I would think. I, I don't wish injuries on anyone, but I, I, we've talked about I don't need the hardest path to get that trophy or that banner. And you already got a break with Kyle Young. You would have gotten a break with Michigan and Isaiah Livers. But as it says here, we know for sure Illinois is the team to beat in the Big Ten. We know that they are the Big Ten team with the best chance to win a national title. They are playing their best ball at the right time. And the mental component of this, Trevor, how the lights are brighter and they relish it. They are loving this. They're, this is the team's first postseason experience, period. And they, they're playing like seasoned veterans. I know they got some veterans, but they're playing like guys that have been in the postseason four years in a row. Yep. And it is this feeling of um, invincibility isn't the right word to use. But Slightly, though. I just, feel, I just feel so confident that whatever it is that they're tasked with, they're not going to lay an egg anymore. I think we're past that. And it's just, what a time of the year to feel like that, right? I mean, I we're 40 minutes away from winning a Big Ten <laughs> tournament title against a banged-up team on their fourth game in four days. Yeah, it's remarkable. So much fun. I'm just, I got to be honest, Trevor, I'm looking out here uh, to Lake Michigan. I got that on one window. I got downtown Chicago on the other window. And the week that it's been, and these are apples and oranges, you know, life stuff and sports stuff. But for my family, and I think for yours to an extent as well, you know, Illinois sports was the dinner time, the dinner table conversation, Illinois basketball. That was the conversation. And, you know, this is just such a weird confluence of the best thing to ever happen to our family on one hand, and then one of the best Illini teams of my lifetime doing this at the same time. So it's just, you know, my cup runneth over. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's just an insane week in general and this team yeah. has provided and not just for our family that's it's you know i'm getting a little bit selfish there by just keying in on that but if you think about why why sports are so meaningful it's because it does have an impact on our emotions and it brings us joy and there are millions of people right now that are feeling joy and the rest of their saturday is going to kick ass and then tomorrow selection sunday that's a beautiful thing for a fan base that has been starved of this for so long very well said. I mean, I, I know it's, I mean, you're referencing your situation, but I mean, it does feel like this culmination of, you know, I mean, people are getting vaccinated. Uh, life starts to be, seem to be receding back to a bit of normal yeah. as this happens. It just is, it's so needed for me personally and for many people uh, after the year we've just been through to sort of come out the other end with, with this as the backdrop of that. I, I just, I'm very happy right now, and I'm going to let this carry me through uh, certainly the rest of my day today until we tip it up tomorrow. And it's beautiful weather. It's like 50 degrees and sunny up here. It's probably oh, yeah. like 60 and sunny down in Champaign. Hey. I mean, and and my favorite day of the year because we move the clocks back and get an extra hour of sunlight. Wait, are we moving the clocks back tomorrow? Yeah. Now, wait. Does that mean we gain or lose an hour of sleep? We lose an hour, but that's we worth it. That sunlight until like six or seven p.m. Now, holy crap! That unbelievable. It's it's a confluence of everything. Wow. It, well, yep. if this has been a beautiful month already, we are almost halfway through it. I think it's going to get even better. 
Trevor, that was one of the more, was, I keep saying like, that's like a broken record. That was the most fun podcast to date. Well, they, they keep getting more fun and I think it's going to continue and I'm excited to do it tomorrow. We'll, we'll be back, what, 3.30 tomorrow for the second half of Illinois, Ohio State. And I don't know, man, do we do double duty? Do we take a break, grab a bite to eat, and then come back at five? I mean, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll talk with Isaac and see hey, what you I, guys want to do. I, I certainly do not mind doing a live react to the to the bracket as it's revealed. Well, maybe we can do that. I mean, maybe we do a quick game reaction. I don't know if we lump it in together. We'll, we'll text and figure it out. Also, Trevor, what we'll do so we don't bore the listeners, we'll text and we'll figure out a title for this thing. Sure. Uh, but, wow. Illinois wins 82-71. Big Ten tournament final tomorrow against Ohio State. They beat their rival Iowa for the third time in a row. Another thrilling win for a team that is primed and ready to win a national title. I'm saying those two words. I'm not afraid to say it. And hey, tomorrow we can start with the Big Ten tournament title. Trevor, have a great rest of your day. I know that won't be hard to do. It will not at all be hard to do. Yeah, I am on cloud nine. Yep, ditto. It's beautiful. Trevor, we'll talk to you tomorrow, bud. Trevor Belise, 200 level, overjoyed. I'm going to go. I, I watched the first half with my mom, actually, over at the hotel. So that was pretty cool. And she's feeling awesome. She was enjoying the game. My dad texted us during the second half because my sister said, his mom get nervous or, you know, because she can get fired up during games. And he said, no, no, she's, she's pretty chill. And... So I'll be excited to go over there here in just a bit and see her one more time before I head back to Champaign for a few days tomorrow. It's been just the most incredible week. By the way, thank you for all those on Twitter and for some on Facebook that sent so many kind messages and thoughts for what our family's been through this week. It has been the best week ever. I cannot begin to tell you how great it's been. And I still haven't processed it. I feel like I'm going to have this sort of, you know, like a dam that's building up with all these emotions and that's just eventually going to pour out when I'm not sure. I know that right now I feel extremely happy for so many reasons. And I'm not going to kid you, beating Iowa to go to the Big Ten Tournament Final is up there as well. Sports mean a lot. Clearly, there's a reason I do this podcast because it means so much, but it also means so much to you. I hope you're living this up. I hope you're celebrating. These are amazing moments that we're going to keep with us for a lifetime. This is an all-time Illini team. It's something special. And... We're just riding the wave, man. I mean, this is some storybook stuff, and they keep adding these amazing chapters to it where you think, that can't be real. You tell me that this is how the season would have played out from the outset, I would have said, I'm taking it. It is truly unbelievable. They are so easy to root for, and they can do this. And I I mean the whole damn thing. So why not? And let's start with the Big Ten Tournament title tomorrow. 200 Levels brought to you by DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Get your celebratory calzone for $5 using coupon code Mike at dpdoe.com. Fourthandkirby.com. I'm going to be rocking my Corey Bradford t-shirt during the week, among my many other Fourth and Kirby shirts and swag next week as we get ready for the start of the NCAA tournament. Can't wait to open that package when I get home. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at fourthandcurvy.com. Also got to thank, of course, Brian Hansen, State Farm agent online at brianismyguy.com. He's our guy for homeowners and auto. Great State Farm prices, as you would expect, and also great personalized service from Brian Hansen, your State Farm agent, brianismyguy.com. And finally, Rector Construction online at rectorconstruction.com. Everything from a new roof to a crawl space inspection and everything in between. It's getting to be that time of year for home projects. So go online to rectorconstruction.com for a free estimate today. Got to thank Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network.
got to thank you. Got to thank the fine staff here at this hotel I'm staying at. They hook me up with all the coffee pods I need. It's been an amazing stay. It's been the best week ever. I really do mean that. And Alani fans, I think it's probably for you as well. One of the best weeks ever. I hope you're loving it. I hope you're having fun. I hope you celebrate tonight. We're going to be back tomorrow for double duty. Oh, it's going to be fun. This is so cool. In the meantime, hey, this is my band, Cheap Plug for Decadence. Anywhere music streaming, out of your head from our latest album, Fever Dreams. Let's party, Illini fans. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great Saturday night. Stay safe, stay healthy. It is the 200 level. Peace.